Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Arsenal Asylum podcast. Um, I am privileged and uh, uh, delighted, uh, I should say, to welcome uh, two uh, guests with me this evening. I've got Mr. Kick Up The Arse Mod. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing? I'm cool, brother. Um, and I've got um, a wonderful brother from the Arsenal Asylum um, to join us this evening uh, from way on yonder. Way on yonder, is that the saying? <laughs> my brother my brother Masito, how you doing sir hey my brother i'm good i'm good thank you for for the opportunity and finally getting the call up to join the big boys absolute pleasure um to have you on yeah man so um without further ado uh you know welcome to the asylum uh, you know you, you, by now you know the drill we just chop it up we get into all the all the news and all the all the goings on and uh we had a we had a you know i'm not ashamed to say we had a very you know, good game on uh, on Saturday, the Charity Shield. That was fun. That was fun, lads, wasn't it? It was amazing. <laughs> I've never, never been so excited for the Charity Shield before, to be quite honest. You know, even without any fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. What what what, what stood out to you uh, guys? I'll start with you first, Mod. What what um what? How did you feel watching that? Um, yeah, well. It was a strange one, to be honest. So when I sort of lots of the lineups, um, you know, lots of lineups, lots of their lineup thought, wow, they've coming out basically at full strength. Um, lots of our lineup thought, hmm, you know, with the likes of El Nenny, um, you know, playing um, the midfield perhaps looked a little bit, underwhelming and then obviously mm. the fact that you know we've got Saliba at the at the at the uh at the Arsenal now and and um you know as a fully fledged first team member but he was on the bench holding um in defence Louise in defence and uh Tierney playing as that third centre back slash mm. you know full back um role or wing back role that he plays quite well rotating between the two so uh you know i suppose on paper the immediate feeling was one that you know maybe a little bit disappointment not to have seen you know likes of william involved and you know um and perhaps you know, as I said, Saliba and, and, and any other potential new signings that we saw have been, have been muted around. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 I kind of got the feeling that, you know, that a lot of the fans were kind of expressing on the internet, um, feeling like, you know, this wasn't our strongest lineup on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet again, uh, Mr. Arteta proved his tactical, uh, genius and um you know he set out the side really really well and we we look pretty good pretty good mm. well i can't i can't lie um you know obviously i'll be coming up with a goal uh as usual <laughs> <laughs> kind of bet your mortgage on him nowadays 
It's mad, isn't um, it? But yeah, I mean, you know, or, or you know, we dominated play pretty much. Obviously, they had their moments too, but you'd expect that. I mean, you know, they were the former European champions and are the champions of the uh, of the EPL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It was um, very impressive from that perspective. Um, just to bear that in mind, and I didn't, I don't, I don't buy that. Oh, you know, they weren't playing, they weren't playing hard. You know, they, they were taking it easy. Um, most, uh, uh, what was your, what was your view? I was happy with the team that uh, Mikel put out. Uh, you could tell that he was um, almost treating it as a, as a window opportunity for a lot of the guys that we know on the fence. Knowing that uh, El Nani is still playing for a spot in the team, uh, good holding. There's all rumors that he might go out. Uh, leading up to the game on Saturday, we heard that Wolves had put in a potential, or they're going to put in a bid for um, uh, Ainsley. So I think the great thing about that one, I felt that Mikel had rewarded the guys that trained hard that week, and also it was a potential opportunity for him to put some of those guys whose futures are in doubt, uh, put them out there to play and maybe enhance their reputations in the market or to convince him that they're willing to die for the jersey. So I think from a tactical aspect and just uh, psychologically, uh, I'll give him full full marks for that effort. Um, and in terms of like the performance as well, I'll, I'll back what Mod is saying. Like I, I felt like it was total dominance from the guys and how we we still stay so true to, to our football. You know what I mean? Uh, like holding, playing the ball from the back. I mean, our, our, our goal was reminiscent of uh, one of the goals that we scored against City at Wembley. So, um, I mean, I was, I was overly impressed. Um, so it almost feels like you're right, like uh, Wembley is Oba's back, uh, backyard. You know, like if we played Wembley, uh, it's it's certain that he's going to get a goal and the Arsenal going to walk away with the W either. So it was, it was a great afternoon for that football club. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I was just, yeah, as I said, I feel like I'm saying this every time I talk about Arteta, but just just very impressed. I think I was even subconsciously kind of making concessions before the game saying, look, it's a friendly, let's not get, let's not get overboard, you know, because in my head, maybe I thought that they were going to like smack us, do you know what I mean? Like, and I was just sort of preparing myself for some sort of, um, you know, for some, you know, for, for some little spanking and I was just trying to, you know, make it easy on myself by saying, you know, you know, the, the guys have only trained twice and, you know, not, not to worry about it, but listen, man, we competed, we were strong, you know, we're present, um, and it's just, yeah, it's El Nini in Xhaka in midfield, you know, <clears throat> like so, a, a solid tactical base. I was like, well, what is this? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's sort of defied logic, right? It's, it's <laughs> mad. That's, that's why I made that comment in the group, just like, what is this guy doing on the train, you know, in the training ground, you know, like, because. El Nini, I, I always liked his application, always liked his energy, but I never sort of, you know, um, kind of thought that, yeah, he could play a solid uh, and contribute, you know, to, you know, Arsenal 2.0 this season. You know, I, I didn't think that until, you know, the MK Dons game. And I was like, 
oh my gosh, don't tell me that Arteta is going to do this again and try and reintegrate, you know, one of these uh, stray gooners. Um, you know, I mean, one of the, one of the performances that stood out, um, any performance that stood out to, 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 to yourself, Mazio, or, or, or who, who really stood out and sort of, sort of made, made you uh, sit up in your seat watching? Yeah, I think for me, I'll definitely... Um... El Nino was one of the guys. I know he gets a lot of stick uh, in the asylum and just in general from Gunas that, you know, he's a sideways merchant. You know, if he's not passing sideways, <laughs> playing backwards. Yo, crap. He does give us a level of comfort when you have him in the team because, you know, like you, he's going to apply himself, you know, thoroughly, like for the time that he's allotted uh, on the field. Um, that yeah. being said, I mean, I continue to be impressed by Bukayo. Like, he, he looks like someone who belongs there now, right? Like, you know, I'm like, it, it doesn't feel like He's a guy that's coming into his own or he's auditioning to be a, one of the first names in the starting level. Like he looks like a season for like an 18 year old. That's, you know, that's, that's really, uh, feels like he belongs there. So he was, he, he was overly impressive uh, for me. Uh, mm. And I continue to be impressed by uh, Emiliano Martinez. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, like, I mean, like he, I think he had, he, he shout out, uh, was it, um, Sadio Mane about twice, like two close range uh, saves. You know, like so, like he gives you that level of comfort that we haven't had in a long time. You know, uh, as a football club, I mean, uh, Ben Leno's been brilliant. Uh, we know he saved us so much, but when you have Martinez there, you almost have one less player to worry about from a defensive unit. Uh, today I was reading. Um, there's a comment that apparently there's a time when David Luiz was going up for a corner. He's like, hey, where the fuck are you going? Like, stay back. You know what I mean? So, like, mm. so we know he's got that vocal authority. <laughs> he's got massive physical presence. So, he, he just, he starts, just continues to rise in, in, in my estimation. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's mad. I mean, for all by yourself, Mod, I mean, how, um, I, I know that I did um, a poll um, and it was. It yeah, was we did a poll on. Yeah. yeah, we did a poll because I mean, you know, there was a lot of going back and forth. Let's let's have it right um, amongst us. Uh, you know, I saw a lot of messages coming back and forth, and for me, you know, as I mentioned um, in a group before, but obviously sharing now with the with the audience, um, that it was very hard for me to see. Uh, Martinez and hear of the the struggles in terms of assurances that he wants with the club, um, given that he's only got like a year left on his contract, I believe. Um, you know, and he's been patient. He's been uh, a good, loyal servant. He's been with yeah. us since he's about, I want to say, 17. 18, 17. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's, he's coming into his 10th, 11th year. Um, and you know, the fact of the matter is it's not been an easy road for him, but what it, it does show everyone that the club is, you know, if you believe in the club and you truly love the club, you know, and you keep at it, um, uh, you, you get your chance. And if you take that chance, then, you know, you will be rewarded. And I believe that there's no reason why he should not be, um, in terms of, the getting that number one jersey. Um, it's not just for sentiment. It's because uh, rather much like Mazita said, I do believe that he has earned it. I do believe that he, he he's shown that he's um, commanding in that position. And sometimes, to be quite honest, again, like Mazita said, that I believe 
I'm a little bit more comfortable knowing he's back there than I, than I have been for some time with any of the keepers, maybe of even, in, and that includes Czech, to be quite honest. Mm. Um, and then, and then, and then, and then sort of going on to, you know, other people that, um, you know, really impressed me. Um, Tierney continues to impress me. Um, yeah. The fact that his role as this third centre-back, which then sort of pivots and morphs into a left wing-back um, uh, and allows Maitland and Niles, who sometimes drops back as a left-back, into midfield as a left central midfielder or then sometimes going into left wing and probably, I mean, the way, the way the, the formation just morphs and yeah. these players are allowed to do their thing and show their ability is, um, it's really, really great to see. It, it's, it's modern football. It's best to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I think it's really showing, um, Maitland Niles, for the player that he is um, and, and that maybe people took for granted. And it's crazy that we're seeing it on his so-called wrong side as well, being that he's supposed to be a right right or central midfielder. Um, and then obviously, you know, Saka we mentioned before, you know, ultimately um, the guy's maturity is just unbelievable for you know 18 year old or coming on 19 or 18 but you know the 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 the, the fact that he can deliver the ball that he did for over with such uh, coolness and precision yeah. um you know and, and it's all to be said for the tactics but even that that our goal the Aubameyang goal the first goal was just just a beautiful goal, man. It's just a beautiful yeah. team goal. I mean, you can watch that, sit back and watch that anytime. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, going going forward, obviously, you know, when 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 they scored, um, I just thought the team had a certain uh, maturity and belief all around to kind of to kind of keep keep their heads and see it through. Yeah. And then when it went to penalties. I actually felt confident. I can't remember the last time I'd felt confident when we've gone down to penalties. Yeah. In yeah, any that, competition. That was just so something else. So it was so basically in a nutshell mod, the whole team in terms of standout performances, it was the whole team. <laughs> you well no, I, I think I think I think, you know, the three the three that I mentioned, you know, plus yeah. a Bamiyang, but okay, it was very yeah. much you know, it was very much a team performance. I mean, Aubameyang, yeah, yeah. he does exactly what he says on the tin. Um, that's why he's just got to uh, sign the tin, which we have been reliably informed that, you know, it's pretty much done and dusted. Um, and it's just, you know, literally dotting the I's and crossing the T's. So I'm, I'm not really worried about that. I think he's there to stay and that's that's it. Um, but yeah, you know, in terms of, in terms of performances, you know, those, those four for me um, were head and shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I am um, definitely, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I think the one that's sort of, um, I keep coming back to is Maitland Niles. You know, I just so uh, impressed at his, um, his application and his focus and um, just his whole demeanour really um looks like a total 180 to where he was previously and um 
he just yeah he 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 looks like a first team player now like a you know player that will be uh, used for certain games and that you know obviously on the bench for some games but just he looks like a proper player now man and uh, his physicality as well you know because we see these guys all the time we forget sort of and you know it's easy to to to, to sort of not see the physical uh, improvement. And um, if you look at Ainsley Maitland-Niles, like in his breakthrough season or, you know, when he was still sort of a, a youth player, the guy, he was very, like, very slim, very skinny kind of guy, you know? Um, but yeah, you look at him now, he's built, he's handling, um, you know, uh, Mane and, you know, with a plum, with, you know, real strength. And it's just, it's just, it's just so beautiful to see. Um, so, yeah, I don't I, I don't want the Wolves getting there, getting there, you know, poxy... Uh, the pun. Poxy, poxy claws, <laughs> poxy claws into Maitland now. Thank you very much. Wolves, uh, keep the Wolves at bay. Keep the, keep the Wolves at bay, man. Um, I'm, I'm so, I mean, do you know, before we go on to... I want to touch on... Um, We've just had uh, news of uh, this evening. Mkhitaryan's confirmed. He's uh, he's gone. I've, I've really impressed at that as well. Um, the fact that it's just a contract termination, um, you know, and he signed for Roma. No complication. Not holding the deal up, trying to get five million. <laughs> we just want to get we want to get this sorted, get him done, and 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 move on. And free yeah. up his wages, free up his wages, so we can pay uh, Thomas Partey. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, or you know, how are how are our, um, so um, <laughs> our pirate brother? So yeah, man, just termination of contract, very, uh, very, very, very impressive uh, business, I think. Um, yeah, so before we go any further down, um, down, down there, I wanted to um, go to you, Mazito, because when the kits were released um, a few weeks ago, um, you had some interesting um, observations and how sort of you know these deals are structured for the club and how that works, um, and uh, sort of revenue around it, and you know, yeah, just wanted you to riff on that for a little bit, if possible. What a beautiful kit it is too. So, 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 what are you saying, what? No, I was just, I just said, what a beautiful kit it is too. I really, I really had to like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I was also going to say, I think before we get started, just kudos to Adidas, you know what I mean? Like, that's two seasons in a row where they've literally blown everything out the park. Uh, and that's all offerings, right? I mean, even back in the Nike days, I don't remember days where all three kits were solid, you know, um, yeah, Puma's a chapter in our in, in our history that I like to forget because <laughs> 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 I just thought those kids were atrocious. But yeah, but I mean, with the with the Adidas guys, you definitely get a sense that these guys have really like you know like um just done a lot of research in terms of like really uh immersing themselves in what the football club is and like you know like the little nuances, you know what I mean? Um, so that's brilliant. But from a revenue perspective, yeah, I mean, it's it's a massive deal. Uh, I think currently it's the third biggest uh, deal in, in all of world football after the Barcelona and Nike deal as well as Man United and uh, and Adidas. So, like, that's uh, I think Arsenal uh, stands to make, like, 70 or 60 million pounds a season. Overall, it's like a 300 million uh, pound deal uh, till 2024. So you almost feel like they have shown the intent uh, – by giving us all this big bread and like it's the onus is really on the Arsenal to get back in into Champions League football where we know we belong. 
so, uh, so like, I mean, I can't fault Adidas at all in that regard. Uh, from an economics perspective, it, it's a, it's an awesome deal. Uh, also culturally, uh, you look at um, the stuff that they do with the with, with those two freestyle footballers. You know, so like they've they've done a long mm-hmm. they've done a, like they've gone a long way in terms of endearing like. Uh, Arsenal to like the whole ecosystem of, of people around football. So culturally, like I said, like they've teamed up with people that are very relevant. Uh, they're making very beautifully aesthetically looking kids uh, using our legends like Ian Wright. Uh, in this particular, the new, the latest spot they're using Ray Parler. Uh, there's a David Siemens uh, statue. So this, so like you can, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's, they're much talked about David Siemens statue. So I mean, yeah, like I mean, I can't fault uh, Adidas two years into into a four year partnership. Mm, impressive yeah, yeah i i i was um pleasantly surprised i mean i you know i, I heard some uh some 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 cheeky fans saying that it looks like like blood <laughs> blood splatter Freddy Kruger. <laughs> I've, heard, I've seen some Freddy Kruger comments about it yeah yeah you know, but, um, i i didn't see that until they said it i was like oh gosh <laughs> and some so, of the female fans as well they were quite yeah. graphic about about what they thought of the kit oh, i was yeah, like oh yeah, dear yeah. are we going there but um okay i suppose yeah. this is 2020 nothing surprises us now <laughs> um yeah you know you know what it's interesting uh Masito, because you know, this deal that with Adidas was, I'd say, you know, uh, 300 million over five years, that's 60 million per season. Um, and I think it was coming up like uh, top six in the world. So I think Barcelona, they got 120 million deal. Um You'll have to re- re- remind me who the actual sponsors are for each one. I think is it Barca was still with Nike. Yeah, Barca Nike. Real Madrid are they Adidas? Uh huh. That's one hundred and six million. Um. So and then next in line is Bayern Munich, eighty five million. And then for us in our league in the EPL, uh, Man United lead the way yeah, with Adidas again, seventy five million. Then obviously Nike, I've uh, got a sixty mil deal, I think, with Chelsea. Yeah. And then we've kind of come in at sixty mil. So in terms of sort of the the EPL, the next in line in sponsorship deals is uh, Tottenham, and they and they got like half yeah. half of what we're getting, mm-hmm. um, and sandwiched in between that. In terms of a uh, sort of a European perspective, uh, we are just ahead of PSG. They've got fifty-two million pound annually. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, like Liverpool, Man City, Juventus—they're all—they're all in the twenties. Um, so it's a fantastic deal that we, that we've got. I mean, not only is the kit fantastic, and like you said, loving loving the historical aspect, but you know, financially, it, it, it was it was it was pretty good, uh, pretty good bidding. Yeah, that is that is really when you when you put it into scale like that up against the other teams you know what what are the specifics sort of is that just good negotiating in Mazito or how you know you know opposition teams I suppose would argue what is it about Arsenal that would provide such um such a value then for them to you know, want to marketability you know, yeah. yeah to put down that, that that initial outlay you know when yeah you could look at it and say okay all we've done is FA Cups recent years you know we've not done too much in Europe um there's been quite a few sort of high profile 
gaffes, you know. Um, yeah. But yet still, yet still we're able to sort of pull in that sort of uh, amount. What, 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 what would you say to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think purely as well, like from just from a marketing aspect, our perspective rather, um, you can't discount uh, Adidas not having had a team in London. Uh, we know like from a city mm. strategy point of view, uh, these these big brands all battle over big cities. So we know that they have Spurs and they had Chelsea in London and, and, and Addy didn't have any presence there. So Arsenal presented a great opportunity to fill that void in terms of, you know, um, having a, a great asset uh, in that particular city. And also, I mean, we've had, yes, we've had like a, a 12 year barren spell, but we, we are a massive global football club. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we will ship jerseys, you know what I mean? Like, uh, mm. uh, so like you, you can't discount the fact that Arsenal from a, from a, from a global pool, like we, we still have uh, those numbers that, that justify the, the amount that we fetched up from Adidas. So like they get that, but like I was saying, like a big part of it is definitely having presence on the ground in London. Uh, like uh, I know like a lot of these brands have a city wide strategy where, like there's a team in Munich, there's a team in Madrid, there's a team in London, in Milan. So like it's 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 about mimicking and following what your uh your immediate competitors doing. So we 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 definitely benefited from from uh, Adidas having moved away from from Nike, and they needed to fill that gap that existed uh, in London. Yeah, no, no, no. That's just um, that's just it's, it's really 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 interesting. I um, <laughs> we just also getting confirmation about um Danny. Danny's uh Danny's resigned with Arsenal for another season. Apparently our outlay was four million euros for that deal. Um so to get yeah Danny Sabios for another season that's what we've done. I mean it's I my initial thing was a bit meh because while I like Danny, I I think that you know I, I want to see the you know he's still not ours if you know what I mean. Uh, you know he's still not fully ours and I want to build you know what we're about i'd rather you know esr you know get those minutes or you know um willock to be honest and i know this will this will this will come in for some critique but i'd rather us you know drop a few points but building around uh a youth product rather than getting danny in who's going to be oh, um, off at the end of the season again you know however what he does is you know so he's not fully our player so um it's good to have him around um and and as well the most important thing as well his, his performances only started improving like sort of tail end of lot the, the other the, you know the other side of lockdown so yeah you know it's good to have him around he's a good lad but um and uh, it doesn't seem like our outlay has been that much, but he sounds slightly underwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I am, dude. I mean, yeah. how, I mean, how, 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 how do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, with me with Danny, like, uh, I mean, I, I haven't been shy about declaring my love for him. Like, he, he's a proper midfielder, uh, and and forgive me if this is gonna sound sacrilegious, but he's in the mold of a Santi Cazorla. You know what I mean? Like, he just he just controls the rhythm and and he keeps the ball ticking. Like, he and he's also got. That added skill that I think Spanish players possess that other guys don't have, just spending that extra second on the ball before giving that pass. You know what I mean? Like you think of a David Silva, uh, mm. Kevin De Bruyne does it for City. Um, yes, I get it. Uh, he's just a lone player, but uh, you, you have to imagine that. I think this is his second or last season, uh, his last uh, in a four-year contract uh, with Real Madrid. So there could be an opportunity for us to have him 
on the permanent at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and also knowing that we're going into the Euro, so he's going to play out of his skin, you know, to cement a place in the, in the Spanish team that's going to the Euro. So I think um, you also have, uh, I think Mikel is definitely going to get the best out of him. Uh, l- last year, I won't really fault him. Uh, we had that con man as a coach, and we know he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of an up and down uh, in terms of in terms of injuries with Ceballos. You know, like last oh season, was, I mean, the, the first half of last season is one to really forget. But I think he definitely adds immediate quality to our football club, and he does add that like uh, uh, added skill that I don't think we have. So I mean, I'm 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 absolutely happy that that we we have him back again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Mod, I mean, you know, I, I do hear that interest. I wasn't aware of the uh, sort of the, the, the contract ending at the end of next season aspect. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, what, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the, on the whole Danny thing, Mod? Um, well, the for me, I was rather much like yourself, a little bit underwhelmed. Um, by him I remember the first game of the season I think we talked about it a few times on the pod he basically blew everyone away um was it Burnley or I can't remember yeah, it was Burnley it was yeah Burnley at home yeah it was Burnley at home at the Emirates he came on he was just like everyone was like, oh my god who's this guy you know very very explosive um you know, can play the ball with both feet. Uh, and 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 just as Masito said, that in terms of the the ability to not only take on but but delay giving the ball or or, or making that pass, um, you know, and committing the man first uh, in a way that uniquely, you know, Spanish guys kind of do is that it it it, it, it it's something that we needed. It's something that we lacked, um, you know, and it is certainly something that, or, or he certainly represents something in terms of the type of player that uh, really sits well in Arteta's, you know, formation. So uh, as we saw towards the end of the season or the restart, the COVID restart, um, he was absolutely fantastic uh in the last five, six, seven, eight games or whatever it was. Um, and then just seeing him online as well, like obviously not being able to be there. I don't know if any of you guys got to see the footage, but of him celebrating, um, watching the game on his laptop in his garden. Uh, oh, I did see that. Yeah, watching watching the... Because um, he posted it up on his, on his um, Twitter feed. I mean, watching the Community Shield win, and you know, he he, he was so excited by it. You know, it's you could tell he actually he wants to come back, and his heart he has got a bit of his heart at the club now. Yeah. Um, so that was really really encouraging. So yeah, I'm quite I'm quite actually um, I've been sold. I'm I'm quite optimistic on him coming. I'm not sure whether that's going to have a massive effect or not on who we potentially buy. And the names that have been, you know, mooted around, as you said, this uh, Awa, if that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and obviously the likes of uh, Partey, who we're, we're, we're still being linked with, um, you know, and, and, and some of the others. I don't know whether that's going to mean that there's maybe only one 
other additional midfielder coming in. Um, and if there is just one more, I think it'll probably sit all right with me, you know. Um, and I, probably it'll be Partey other, other than anyone else because I just feel we need that kind of, that type of, of midfielder. Um, yeah rather than another sort of creative force, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think, you know, when I look at it um, sort of in the cold light of day, uh, we, yeah, I just think that it's just that that physicality. Again, you know, part of the reason why I uh, was on Team Emmy earlier on this today as well is because, just the, the sheer physical presence, you know, when he comes up for corners and um, to, to, he gets up and he holds the ball. I digress. I'm talking about the physicality with regards to the midfield. Um, Danny, you know, whilst, yeah, technically he's, he's you know, he's secure. Um, I just feel that um, I, I, I want us to try to just the same way that sort of Arteta is kind of sort of changing the profile of the defence um, with regards to Saliba and Gabriel. Obviously, he didn't do Saliba, but the Gabriel, like, you know, strong, physically imposing. I want us to move, you know, in the in, in the Partey direction, you know, like imposing physical mm. strong you know midfielder presence mm-hmm. um whereas Danny's just stepping the old school direction but yeah um nothing against him personally when he started to perform it was impressive and it was lovely to watch uh, on the Gabriel subject um I mean yeah we, did you say more that you had some news that you'd seen something that we'd heard a little birdie had tweeted in your ear? Yeah, we 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 had um we had uh, a naughty little uh, <laughs> bit of news um come through to us in the in in the group, and you know we, we were holding back on it until um others started to report it um because we weren't sure whether we were going to be able to say it or not. But, yeah, basically, um, you know, Gabriel's got a bit of a dodgy knee by the sounds of it. Um, his medical has come back at a grade four. Um, and just to give that some kind of perspective, because I was like, what's that, grade four? Grade four tear? What, what does that mean? I mean, basically, um, they grade the medicals, apparently, at the club when they do it with the players. And, um, you know, William and Louise, to add some context, came back as a grade three. Um, and this guy's 23 and he's coming back as a grade four. So I think there there's slight worry about his knee. There's a slight worry about the medical history behind his injury. But that being said, um, if you add Mary into the equation and we've got Gabrielle potentially, they'll you know, for I would I would expect a cheaper fee now. <laughs> mm. You know, Gabriel, Saliba, and Mary into the mix. I think the the rumors are that Arsenal would not would not be that worried and would probably take it on and try to manage um, his his uh, his his you know uh, physical um, aspects and his health, so to speak, throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it seems like we've got some history with, you know, I, I, I had a little look of players that have failed medicals previously. Um, 
famous Nigerian uh, Mazito, you might remember um, Mr. Wanko Kanu. The legend himself. The legend himself. And yeah. like, I, I loved Kanu. And when, so when I searched like footballers that um, sort of failed medicals, he came up, I was like, wow. Um, I mean, does, does, does the Gabriel thing bother you? I mean, he had heart issues. Yeah, Sorry to just cut you. Yeah. 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 Didn't, didn't Kim Custom also fail his medical? Broken remember, back. We got him in Jan. Uh, he was a bit of a stopgap. And remember, he wasn't fit at all as well. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few. And, you know, when I saw the names, I was like, yeah, makes total sense. But, um, there's a few that, that was like, yeah. We've also <laughs> sold a few on stretches as well. <laughs> Well, I mean, if he can, if he can just um, maybe he needs the higher quality healthcare. Our doctors, Gary O'Driscoll, maybe maybe once he gets him, you know, you know, in a you know, on the treatment table, we can really go in and and give him some 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 healthcare that he he's been missing. I mean, I was just like, I think it just sounds like such the most Arsenal of all things, you know, to go and all the defenders, you know, to find one with in worse condition than a 35-year-old defender. Um, (laughs) Good old Arsenal. Oh, mate. Um, Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. But um, look, we'll see. Hopefully we'll have some news this week. Um, Before I wrap up, or if there's anything else you lads wanted to touch on, I just um, wanted to ask, has any one of you guys been watching the um, All or Nothing, the Spurs documentary? Yeah, I actually watched all three episodes this morning. Mosito, what were your thoughts? Did anything stand out to you? What, what, did you find it interesting? Uh, I've been dying to, to to talk about this with somebody. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, with you, I think one like the I think the one glaring thing was that uh, Jose Mourinho is definitely a dodge bullet on, on on our part. You know, I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of people uh, like there were murmurs or people were openly saying they they'd have Mourinho. Uh, once we had moved on from Una Emery, but I, I watched it and like you just see this egomaniacal guy, you know, like and yeah. he just keeps hopping on about what he did when he was at Real, like you know, like <laughs> looks like his his emos like put down the plays and like make them know that he's better than them, you know, <laughs> uh, which is weird, you know. Um, and I also thought that yeah, I mean it was just weird. Like I, I was like, this guy is really who we've always been told he is you know, like, and our intuition was in the right place um but i mean i was i was overly impressed about their stadium like the facilities that they have in them and i saw the training facilities i was like wow this is yeah do you know what yeah, just, just to cut if i'm honest that was the one bit that i was like that's that's quite impressive i think yeah. daniel levy said that he'd wooed the nfl for three years yeah. for them to use their stadium um, you know, so I was like, yeah, that's that's impressive. That's yeah. you know, that's revenue generating. That's shrewd. Well, um, I've seen it. I've seen it yeah, I was just about to say. Um, I actually was fortunate enough to. Um, you watched the game there, right? An NFL game there, Martin. That's right. That's right. With uh, you know, um, my my, my brother-in-law and your your dear your dear yeah. brother in arms. Um, so yeah, so yeah, basically we, um, I had the opportunity to go and sit in the Nike box. Um, and I knew I had that opportunity, but I refused to go and watch the Spurs game. 
um, <laughs> there unless it was going to be Spurs Arsenal. So um, the, when the opportunity arose again, and I heard that the NFL were coming in, I think it was a Raiders, it was a Raiders game. So um, so yeah, we we went and we we had a trip to the box. Um, and yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. I, I'll, I'll tell the, uh, the old spuds to their face. It's a fantastic stadium, um, you know, and, and the acoustics in there are, are amazing. The design concept, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is exactly what it what it looks like. It's yeah. uh, It really is quite an impressive stadium um, and, and a really nice experience and a really nice... Uh, day out so I enjoyed that it's even better that I wasn't having to uh, you know be at pains by watching um, you know a whole load of guys run around with a chicken on the basketball on their chest (laughs) yeah it it was um, for me I watched it like yourself I watched all three episodes and so many things stuck out I mean Mourinho is quite a um, yeah he's a dodge bullet but he's still quite a likeable character in a weird way but what I just noticed is just that the vibe it just seems so flat and you know the canteen was just like a like a IT company canteen it just felt like you know they're sitting around watching TV in all in clusters I, I know that people have clicks teams have clicks but um, this felt really pronounced. Like you know, you you had your Harry Winks and um, Harry Kane, and um, you know all these guys, Deli Ali, all on one table. And then you know, I know that you kind of have that vibe. But it's like hearing what we heard about um, Arteta's approach. It's like the polar opposite from that kind of thing. He's trying to get everyone together and stuff like that, which. Um, yeah, which I didn't see, uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh, definitely enjoying it. Oh, that's one more thing I wanted to touch on as well, guys. Before I go, um, the coaches. Did you guys read any any of the articles that were doing the rounds about the two coaches? Yeah, so three new coaches. So, so I did, um, yeah. and I, 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 I definitely was it you that shared the article. I think yeah, it so was I the translated it was, one. It was in Spain. It was in it was in Espanol initially. Yes, 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 yes. It was in Spanish. So, um, yeah, I I read it. What a fantastic story! I mean, yeah. you know, I I just couldn't get my head around the the fact that you know I think he I think he starts doing his badges at eighteen, and by twenty three yeah. he's at Atletico Madrid, and then. You know, twenty four. He's at Arsenal. It's just, it's, it's, it's it, it almost beggars belief. And the other, the other guy. Um, you have to excuse me for not remembering their names. Melina, Miguel Melina. Yeah. So, um, is he the guy from Juve? He's the one from Juve. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, uh, M- Molina is an Atletico Madrid guy. Georgeson is a ex Juve uh, Brentford guy. Brentford. And then yeah. what about Carlos? Uh, the the the, the Cuesto? Where's Cuesto from? Sorry, Quest is from UV. Quest is from UV. Okay, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Justin yeah. is from Brentford. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the guy from Brentford is the one that we've been after with the, for the set, set piece, piece. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do we know much about the guy from um, uh, UV? Is it Questo? How do you pronounce his name? Questo. Yeah. Questo. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't know much about him. Because again, he looked quite young as well. I'm not yeah, sure of his age, 24. but he. 
Oh, he's 24 as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. This is just like... It's really fascinating. Now. So, I mean, that, that quote that, I mean, he had spent some time at um, at uh, Man City's at training ground yeah. and met, met yeah. Arteta and he was like, he, Arteta stood out to him as one of the most impressive coaches yeah. on Pep's staff and he was, and you know, a year later, he's working for him. You know, it's, 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 it is quite... Um, a really fascinating way of of, of sort of conducting um, business and sort of looking at the training ground dynamic that really does create something different. Yeah, well, I had rumours of getting opportunities through Twitter. I mean, like, yeah. it's, yeah. it's just... Yeah. It's just... It's, it's, it's crazy to me. But obviously, these guys have got something about them. Um, yeah. I really think it's actually quite encouraging as well for some of the youths um that may be aspiring young footballers and things potentially not going their way or they're not quite making it through the academy system that they you know these guys will be like uh, shining examples to them just like well look there's other routes and things that you can do within the game and and still reach the the upper echelons so you know bravo to these guys i'm really 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 impressed yeah, yeah, definitely exciting, man. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. So, I mean, hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 uh, find out some interesting news this week. Um, the worst kept secret in, 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 in Gunadam, um, Aubameyang should be announced by the end of the week. Um, and let's see if there's any other, um, if there's any other news, uh, percolating, man. But it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, gents to uh to, to trough it off with you i've had a a an absolute um a dog poo poo of a weekend um, <laughs> yeah yeah and um and it's been it's been really cool to um to touch base with you to chew um, the fat to chew the fat man mazio you know all the way from brooklyn uh to join us uh on your on, on uh, your uh, debut arsenal asylum podcast so brother we we appreciate you thank you um and uh yeah yeah um yeah, any uh, words yeah I mean, nice a, yeah go ahead mod no you first yeah i mean uh, it was an absolute pleasure uh you know talking about our beloved football club uh obviously very excited about the uh upcoming season i think if anything that's said today showed us that we have a manager that's driving us in the right direction. So, um, you know, let's just, you know, put our faith behind this guy and he, he's taking us back to the, to the Holy land. Jeez. <laughs> the <laughs> promised land. The promised land. I Wakanda mean, forever. <laughs> absolutely, man. What as well. Um, yeah. Pleasure, bro. I, if, if you, you are, you feeling good about this week? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward to. We got an international um, break it's this week. Yeah. 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 So you know, there's ready the into low, as you say. So yeah, I. I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to just seeing the new arrivals and the moving and shaking and stuff. And 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 I know we touched on it earlier, but I'm I'm still quite impressed with whoever managed to um, shift Mkhitaryan yeah. uh, because we know we've got a few players hanging around. But, you know, whoever's managed to do it um, and, and convince Roma to just basically just say, you know, they're going to take on his 8.5 million in wages in full uh, for the coming year. Um, 
And then Arsenal apparently are going to save another 2.5 in loyalty bonuses, another 2.5 million. And then on top of that, I think his agent fees and stuff have been, um, in terms of compensation, that's been scrapped. So I, I think I think all in all, we're looking between 12 and 13 million saves. So uh, come on, Arsenal, go and put down another player. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Well, gents pleasure um thank you yourself the listener for uh spending uh that time with us and uh, we absolutely love you we appreciate you uh thank you um you've been listening to the arsenal asylum uh i'm sydney velvet mod russell kick up the ass i'm mosita romali come on you reds come on you gunners peace peace